What's up, everybody? Good morning. Welcome back to the week of November 15th. It is the week before Thanksgiving. Um, so I got a full week this week, and then Monday, Tuesday, next week. Um, I don't quite know what I going to do Monday, Tuesday. It sounds like already there are going to be a lot of kids gone, but uh, you know, just going to continue to rock and roll is what I would like to do. Just have fun with my kids. And a buddy of mine that I teach with has this project that's called, um, there's an app for that, and he normally uses it to, in his World War One unit or World War II, I don't remember which, but I really thought it would be a good project for us to work on this week while people are, you know, getting a little squirrely before break if we have kids that are, um, you know, going to be gone, you know, Monday, Tuesday, um, all of that. But um, I think what I'm going to try to have to do it and just make it... Um, there's an app for that, but make it about citizenship and start talking about all the different things that are expected of a citizen in a society. And, you know, specifically we'll talk about the United States, you know, things like voting and jury duty and taxes and blah, 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 all that stuff. Um, and have that be what the project is about. So, you know, here are the, you know, 10 requirements or blah, 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 or whatever. Pick six of these, create an app that helps people be more civically engaged, understand civic engagement, you know, all of those particular things is where I would want to be on it. Um, at least that's where I'm thinking I would go. Uh, but... All in all, I think we're in for a pretty good week. Like I said last week before Thanksgiving break, you know, kind of missed my time in Texas when you had the entire week of Thanksgiving, but it's okay. Um, deer hunting in Wisconsin will open this coming Saturday, so I'll be on my way home Friday night uh, to my parents. It's always nice to sit in the woods where it's quiet, it's nice to put some healthy meat in the freezer, and uh, I think the thing would be if I could just get my wife to start eating it, I'd be a lot happier, but all in all, things are wonderful. Had a had a really nice weekend. Um, got our yard rake for one last time before it snowed just a little bit um, Saturday into Sunday. Um, probably by tomorrow, the snow will be gone because it's going to be back up in the low 40s um, through the middle of the week. Um, but that's where I'm at. My kids, you know, we have three weeks of our trimester, so I'll really try to be getting everything um, put together. I may give them, like, just a small test quiz that week we come back and just make the last week of try one a review and then do a test, you know, Wednesday or Thursday, and then jump into something new, start a 
try number two. So, um, I made the mistake of looking at my rosters for next try, and I got a class that I think is going to be a bear, but I'm, you know, going to try to see the, the good in it. I'm going to try to not make assumptions about it prior to um, giving the kids a chance to be um, a part of it and giving the kids a chance to, you know, prove to me that they know what they got going on and that they can handle their biz. But, um, yeah, you know, it's crazy to think that by the end of, you know, next week, it's going to be a third of the year gone. You know, by the end of Thanksgiving break, it'll basically be December and another month will have ticked away which seems insane to me, but all in all, I mean, I think things are really good, I think the things we're working on and the things we're doing are really good, and I got a really good group of kids, and I feel like I'm, I've been saying this a lot, lately I feel like 11 years in I'm finally getting the hang of it um, I'm really and when I say getting the hang of it I'm, I've really grown into who I want to be I've grown into the person I want to be um, and that's reflected in my teaching it's reflected in how I handle my classroom it's reflected on the relationships I have with my kids um, and it's reflected in the change that I want to make in the opportunities that I want to give my kids to be successful and it's reflected in my priorities um, and I think that's important I think it's important that my classroom is a reflection of me and that's especially important to me because if I'm going to preach that in a book and in what hopefully becomes a series of books I better practice what I preach and I better do the things that I say others should do. So all in all things are wonderful. Uh, yeah, not much, uh, not much else to report this morning. So I'll keep you posted, but I hope everybody's having a great day, week, night, evening, whatever it might be. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. I think I'm going. I think I'm good. Hope everybody's doing well. It is November the 15th. Um, overall, it was a good day. It's a little concerning on the COVID side. Um, we have our highest number of students positive in quarantine that we've had all year um, and it's looking like 20 to 25 percent of our kids are going to be either are going to be quarantined for probably at least this week and maybe part of next week um, which is difficult 
because we're three weeks away from the end of our trimester and now we're you know having to navigate that with you know kind of end of term tests and everything else that's going on but you know you hope for the kids safety more than anything else um i'm dreaming in my mind that just maybe our school will say let's just take monday and tuesday off of next week um that's the thanksgiving week let's just get everybody home let's get everybody separated let's kind of cut it off at the knees the best we can um so we don't have you know more kids quarantined afterwards so but i i definitely don't want to hold out hope and get my hopes up that that's going to happen but um i think it's more of a real possibility than we thought initially but my school does love to tout the number of school days that they had but uh crappy part is no matter what you know those next two those two days of next week are just gonna um they're feeling more and more i mean they always feel like they're throwaway days um but they're feeling more and more like throwaway days than they have recently so i guess we'll play that by year um wanted to do a project you know thursday friday of this week and monday tuesday of next week um and if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Maybe we'll just kind of cut it a little shorter than we would have. Um, but all in all, things are pretty good. Um, I just, you know, I'm, I'm making a lot of progress with the kids. I'm making a lot of progress in um, continuing to build those relationships and continuing to have those moments where the kids see me as a person, I feel like that's more than anything. I asked them as a warm-up today to try to get them talking because we were talking about citizenship. I said, would you support a proposal that would force every American to take the citizenship test every five years? And oh my God, did they just hate it, which was lovely because it really got them talking. I expected that I was going to you know, need to... Um, need to use you know a video and everything but that discussion really took us the majority of the class which was fantastic and they were all a lot of them were like do you actually believe in this and i'm like no it's just a question to get you talking and get you thinking about um moving citizenship from theoretical to practical um that's what i want to work with them on this week and i'm hoping to continue to do that you know Four days left of this week. Like I said, I got a fun and exciting weekend of deer hunting coming up this coming weekend. It's um, a chance to spend time with my dad and my grandpa and my cousin. Um, it's a chance to see my high school buddies. Um, it's one of the few times I see them usually pretty often. And it's a chance to put some healthy meat in the freezer and get out in nature. So all in all, it's just, it's just going to be a really good opportunity. You know, whatever happens Monday, Tuesday, we'll deal with it. Um, you know, then we'll be full on in the Christmas season after that. Um, you know, by the time, you know, next Friday rolls around, um, my wife and I are getting new phones, which we've been needing for quite some time. Uh, and then we'll do some decorating, get the Christmas tree, do all that stuff, which, which we're excited for all of it. Um, 
Um, it's just a really fun time. It's a really good time to be around um, family and just enjoy that time. Um, totally an aside, but my my mother-in-law has decided she's making beef Wellington rather than turkey for um, for Thanksgiving. I've never actually had beef Wellington, so I'm pretty jazzed about it. Um, but all in all, like I said, I mean things are just they're really good. Um, I. Said I, I can't quantify what I've done and how it's made a difference, but I know I'm healthier, I know I'm happier, I know I've made better choices. And this little camera, man, for a hundred bucks, um, it's really made a huge difference for me. It really has got me more out of my head. Um, it has really allowed me to get a lot of the emotion out of my teaching, um, and when I say emotions, the negative emotion, the stuff, you know, when I get to a point where I'm trying to take things personal and, and you just get worked up over stuff, that's, it's just so much of it's not worth getting worked up over. Um, and I'm just really trying to keep that perspective um, and move forward with Will and with everything we've got and, and just really also appreciate this time with the, you know, the phenomenal group of kids I have. Um, they're fantastic. I'm so lucky. And I, I bag on my job sometimes and I get frustrated with it, but there's so much good about it. I'm going to keep focused on it. Like I said, um, you know, in three weeks, which are going to snap by, it's going to be the end of first trimester and we'll be a third of the way home. And, you know, a few weeks after that, we have the Christmas break. So it's just... It's just a situation where, you know, you're trying to maintain perspective and I'm trying to remember that, like, pretty soon the downhill side of the year is going to come and, you know, we're going to run out of time to make a difference for these kids. You know, Wilkie always talks about 10 months for a lifetime. Um, I got to remember that I still got time and chances to make a difference and to do right by my kids, do right by myself and my family and my wife and my business partner and everybody I've talked with and everybody who's made a difference for me. You know what? I really feel like I owe a lot of people. A lot of people gave up a lot to put me where I'm at. Um, a lot of family gave up a lot, and that's something that really sticks with me. So, looking forward to it. It's going to be good. So, hope everybody's great. Talk soon. What's up, everybody? Um, welcome back. It is the 16th of November. It is a Tuesday. Um, working with my kids today on... Uh, some of the the events in the voting rights for U.S. citizens, because that's what we've been talking about. We've been talking about this concept that citizenship isn't theoretical, that it's not based on ideas and how much of the Constitution you can recite. It's about how you behave and how you act in the society. Um, so today I had them just read a short little paragraph, or sorry, not a paragraph, 
a short little piece on what the Constitution says about voting, um, what happened after the Civil War, the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendments, um, the suffrage movement in 1919 and 1920, and then the Voting Rights Act of 1965. Um, and the whole point was to help them see how throughout time, you know, citizenship hasn't been extended to everyone. Uh, you know, with the exception of a white, if you are a white male property owner, you haven't had complete access to things like voting for your entire life. Um, that was a point I wanted to make. Uh, I got a little frustrated with one class because they were complaining about having to read two pages front and back. And I finally got so frustrated that I told them to stop complaining and to grow up. And that this is the eighth grade and they could read two pages just fine. Um, which I'm not super proud of. I, I really don't like having to get my voice up. And I usually always apologize afterwards. But I got to explain to them, like, you got to understand that, like, there are boundaries. Like, you can't just be doing whatever you want all the time. Then, a particular student who I've referenced many, many times today, or sorry, not today, throughout this um, podcast, um, did another, like, just trying to amp it up, trying to get my attention, trying to just be provocative. Um, said I had beef with another student because I reprimanded them for walking up and hitting another kid on the back of their backpack when it looked like they were just going to pull that person down. Uh, and I talked to the student. I'm just like, hey, man, you can't, you, you can't do that. You know, it looks bad. And I said, are we good? And he's like, yep. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? And he's like, yep. Yeah. And went to class. And then, of course, at the very end of the day, this student, um, you know, came up and said that I had beef with this person. And I, and I said, no, I don't have beef with them. I had a conversation with them. Uh, I told them that what they were doing wasn't appropriate, and they agreed, and we went our separate ways, and it was fine. The student just kept hammering on that, kept saying we had beef, kept saying we had beef. And then the kid, the other kid, came into my room and yelled that, you know, he, he and I had beef and I stopped and I finally just said, well, I'll clarify. I don't have beef with you. You did something I thought you shouldn't have. I asked you not to do it anymore. You said you wouldn't do it anymore. And you went to your class. And that was the end of it. And neither student really had much to say on that. And then, you know, I'm going down the stairs out to my duty and the one student keeps calling my name and keeps bothering me and keeps just trying to start with me. And I just like, even at a time now, I, I try to have some empathy for this particular student because it's Obviously, all of it is very, very attention-seeking. Um, it's very, very attention-seeking. Like, 
unless you are willing to just play into this particular student's games and give them the attention that they want. They're going to try to keep amping and amping and amping. Um, but, you know, all in all, the way I handled the situation is the way I would have wanted to handle it. Uh, even as the student starts to be insulting them. Sorry, I was trying to let a truck get over. Um, the student has a tendency to then get insulting. And, you know, it's just not necessary um, for that student to behave in that particular way. But I am, like I said, I'm trying to be understanding and empathetic to this particular student's situation. From what I understand, it's been bounced around to lots of different schools, not a lot of stability, uh, and just not been given a lot of attention. And I seem to be the particular person that they want to try to start up with. happy with the way I'm handling it, but I got to work on making the situation better and just seeing, uh, seeing what I can do. I know I got to loop the parent in. I know I have to be talking with the parent uh, and just make them an ally. You know, that's something that Will talks about all the time, making parents your ally, not having adversarial, but I mean, that's the best way to really try to solve a problem with a kid is to let them know that the parent is on their side. I mean, because this student also has a tendency to say that her whole family hates me, and um, yeah, it's just a situation where um, where it's difficult. I'm not going to lie and say that it's easy, but just trying to get better and handle the situation the way that I think I should and to also not get hung up and caught up with this one particular student and let this one particular student dominate all my energy. That's one thing I'm really trying to avoid. So all in all, I think it was a pretty good day. I think I'm having a pretty good week and I'm looking forward to what happens next. So project coming up starting tomorrow will be there's an app for that and the students will design an app that has several different parts that help people be more engaged citizens to kind of wrap up what we've been working on. So I hope you're doing great. I hope this message finds you well and if it does, great. If there's anything I can do to support or help you or work with you, please reach out. At value at value on Instagram at its dot sorry not at not at its dot that's will at its dot will dot law dot I, I, I for will on Instagram I am at its Kyle Krieger on Instagram and Twitter so if you need something you know seek me out find me let me know what I can do to support you and help you good morning everybody welcome back to the car pod. 
17th of November. Down a little bit here. Um, it's the 17th of November, and uh, Wednesday of the week before Thanksgiving. So three days this week, two days next week, and then you know another five-day break, uh, which is legit five-day break this time for teachers. Not like MEA when we had to work two of those three days. But um, yeah, starting this project today with the kids. Um, called, there's an app for that, the app they are hypothetically building is going to help people be more engaged citizens. That's what I'm looking for, is to help them understand some of the options are, you know, topics they can tackle are voting and community service and jury duty and taxation and uh, picking representatives and you know all of those different things. I listed eight. I'm going to ask them to do um, five of the eight. And they're going to write, you know, basically two paragraphs for each part of it, um, which I'm looking forward to. Uh, I really am looking forward to this. I like doing projects. I like that it takes um, my voice out of it as the primary and puts them as the primary. Um, and I like how it moves them into the space of, you know, having the autonomy to do the project the way they see fit. Um, they're going to work this one solo. Or at least I believe they're going to work this one solo. simply because I'd like to see what they can do by themselves. Um, but yeah, so that's what we're doing today. Hoping today to reach out to a couple, well, really to one particular set of parents and kind of try to get them on my side. Because I think that it would help for them to hear my side of the story and also to feel like they're a part of the team and they're a part of, you know, Will he called it the leadership team. Um, he was saying when we had a talk on Saturday that a teacher plus a parent equals a leadership team. And I think that's true. You know, right now I'm trying to lead this thing by myself. But if I can get the not just support, um, and I think that's part of what we think as teachers is we just need the parents' support. They, we just need them to agree with us. But that's not the case. The parent has valuable information that can help us do better with the kids and have a better understanding of what the kids need. I think we got to let go of this idea that we want the parent to just agree with our assessment of the situation and to back the play that we're making. Um, so that's really what I want to get done today. Um, I am again uh, getting set 
for the opener of Wisconsin deer hunting on Saturday. Um, it's just a great chance for me to spend time with my dad and my grandpa and my cousin. Um, it's one of the few things I do where I you know, spend time directly with my dad when it's not everybody. Um, and also, uh, it's a great chance for me to see my buddies from high school that I haven't, I don't, I don't see very often. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. I will get home to my parents Friday night, and then uh, do that Friday night. And then I'll spend some time with them. One of my buddies that I get to stop by and have a beer, which will be good. And then Saturday we'll hunt, and then Saturday night me and that same buddy will go up to a different high school buddy's cabin. It's kind of our tradition, what we do uh, every year. So we'll do that hang out up there and see those guys and enjoy our time and then you know hopefully if we can humanely and expediently harvest a few deer we can you know be done with it this coming weekend um, my family is definitely not or my immediate family is, is definitely not the ones where we spend you know, a week straight out at deer camp. Um, we definitely are, you know, we, we hunt to put meat in the freezer. Um, and we eat that meat, we enjoy it throughout the year, share it with other people, but um, it's, you know, like several other things that I do where it's about the company. Uh, about the time you spend with people that I don't get to spend nearly as much time with as I would want to. So that's what I got going. You know, like I said, I I have a pipe dream that my school will decide that they should just, you know, give teachers and students Monday and Tuesday off. I don't I don't think it's gonna happen because there's not as many kids um, quarantined in all the grades as there is in the one particular grade. Uh, but it, it just would have been really nice. It's one of those situations where when you hear your admin talk about how much they care and how much they value you and how much of an emphasis they want us to put on mental health this year, um, you know, give a, giving us two extra days would have been a great thing to do in order to show that that was actually the case been a great thing to do to show that that was actually the case that they really wanted us to invest our time and that they were invested in our mental health as well so but we'll do the best we can obviously those couple days always seem to be throwaways but we're gonna try to make the best of them and enjoy our time and like i said my kids will be working on that project so for me it's it's not like trying to wrangle them to take a quiz or to take notes or whatever so it should be good it should be fun but um, all in all things are great i'll let you know how today goes what's up everybody welcome back to the program it's the afternoon of november 17th and had a pretty good day it's wednesday uh, tomorrow morning i got the good old dental appointment for a meeting which i'm looking forward to um and we're going to get started on the project. I feel like um, 
progressively throughout the day, which kind of usually happens when I do projects, my kids gave me things to think about, um, which is great. You know, I happened to be the last period of the day when I started to think about framing it as, you know, the big thing about, you know, having better citizens is it builds better communities. So I need to really instruct them and frame that with them tomorrow. But overall, um, pretty good day. Um, the particular student that had tried to get under my skin today did not bring up the, or yesterday I should say, did not bring up the beef I had with their sibling, but did try to poke me and talk about the way I look and whatever else. And it's just, um, I ignored it today, which is what I'm trying to do. Eventually, if you ignore it long enough, it'll go away. Um, but all in all, it was a pretty good day. Few of my colleagues that I'm worried about. Um, they seem to be stuck in quicksand without much way to get themselves out, which worries me. But, um, you know, we're all going to be better after this holiday break comes through and, you know, get a true break from it. Like I said, holding out hope that. Somehow our admin would just say, yep, we're going to give everybody an extra couple days off, but I don't know that it'll actually happen. It's a pipe dream, but, um, you know, half a week 10 is done. Sorry, week 11 is done. Things are going well. Like, uh, one of our educational assistants came to talk to me about this camera that I use, and I told him it's just the best way I've found to reflect. He said he really started writing things down in journaling, so it's um, it was good. It was good that I could give some advice that was helpful to a colleague and to continue to work, you know, going forward towards it, um, towards that goal of you know building a better community. Um, yeah, a little bit of I won't say drama with my siblings, but. I know they don't listen to this, so I'm going to say it. They're kind of passive-aggressive when it comes to things like holiday schedules. Um, we started out, like, in August telling them what our schedule was, and we were under the impression that people were going to work their schedules around ours because ours was the only one that was already written. But it just kind of happened that my siblings just did something totally different and now have wanted us to change our schedule, which we're not really willing to. Um, one, because we've made plans with people, and two, because we don't want to get in the habit of being the ones that always bend over backwards for other people's schedules. So hopefully we can get it all sorted out. I mean, it's kind of one of the frustrating parts of holidays is, you know, now that there's between my siblings and their spouses, there's seven different families we're planning for. Um, if you include, you, know, you include, you know, my parents, our, our, each of our marriages, and then my one brother-in-law's got divorced parents, and my other brother-in-law's got his own parents, so it's just, it's hard. Um, and everybody seems to want us to always be the ones 
to adjust, you know, and then it makes us feel judged for not having kids. Like, since we don't have kids, we should be more willing to change and be flexible, but all in all, it's going to be fine. I'm going to do Thanksgiving with my in-laws this next week. Then we'll do Christmas Eve with my in-laws and my mother-in-law's side of the family. And Christmas Day with my mom's side of the family. And then we'll have my dad's side Christmas the week before Christmas. And my immediate family Christmas the week after. So it's going to be a lot of back and forth. But, you know, we'll get it all in. Um, you know, holidays. I mean, I like the holidays. I think it's fun. I think it's wonderful. But sometimes it's more headache than it's worth. Especially when you're getting to the point where, like, all of the adults in my family just buy the stuff that they need. So it's getting harder and harder to buy gifts. And we would very much just be into celebrating with the family, just hanging out and having fun and getting some gifts for the kids. But whatever. It'll be what it'll be. So really hoping tomorrow, now that I've got my project set up, that I can spend a lot of time my off periods, uh, getting back to the book, and I want to get what I have written um, in order of the outline that I've done, um, try to get that squared away and really feel like I get to a point where I know what to add and what to retract and all that, which is what I'm hoping to do a lot of this weekend next. Sorry, my car kind of wobbles when I get the brakes hard a lot of weird noises. That's what I'm hoping to get into the week next. Um, I found an app today to close caption our videos. We tried it with one of Will's videos. It was really cool. So I'm going to see if that's something we're going to do more of. It's close caption, the stuff that we have. Which I think will be really good. Otherwise, we're just living the life. Enjoying everything we got, enjoying the time we have, and really just appreciating what we got. So, hope everybody's great and wonderful and fantastic. And, uh, I'll get back with you probably tomorrow afternoon. I think I might take the morning off from the video since I'm going to be a little bit behind, but hope everybody's having a great day. Good morning, everyone. I kind of said I wasn't going to jump on here this morning, which I forgot. Since I got it going, I might as well. I uh, just got my teeth clean. Seems to be pretty good. Might have to do a cavity uh, the next time I have the dentist. But on my way to school, I'm only going to miss, you know, half of my first period, which I don't have a class anyway, which turns out fine. Uh, that schedule is really good for um, having, having um, uh, appointments without having to miss classes, which I'm very fond of. Turn here, got just a little traffic jam in downtown of this little town where we live. But um, yeah, going back to school today to um, get working on the project about civic engagement. And like I said uh, yesterday, I was really, really impressed by the suggestions that 
my kids made, and it got me thinking after I had gotten home and had talked to the camera about teachers who have the mindset and the mentality that they their idea is the best and they have to do things the way that they figure. And I know that I face that as a, a you know an early career teacher where you have to have your lesson be what you envisioned it to be. It has to be that. And I've gotten to this point where I'm so okay with it. And like, I will write down notes that my kids say, I will write down things that they do, and I will make those changes and credit them for being the one that had the idea for the changes. And I think that's so much more freeing is when you have an idea for how a class would run, but you aren't married to it running exactly as you thought it should. And you're taking the kids feedback on what it could. And I, I think that's the best way to teach, especially if you're trying to work with your kids on engagement and buy-in. The best way to do that is to give them real buy-in and real state. You know, when I had the kid, it just sucks when it happens in your last period of the day that a student helps you, you know, solidify what the project really is with a question. And essentially, this engaged citizenship project is, in a broader sense, a way to build better communities. More engaged and active citizens should theoretically build stronger and better communities. And that's what I'm really going to shape it as today. And I'll give that particular student credit um, for that that change. And and I that's my duty. That's my responsibility. My responsibility is to do the best I can for the kids. And it doesn't matter whether it was my idea. It doesn't matter whether or not I was the one who came up with that solution. It matters is that we do the best thing. It matters that we have the best project possible. It matters that the, ma- the majority of the kids are learning in the best way they know how. That's what matters. That's the only thing that matters. And it, you know, there's this hang up we have as teachers of wanting to be the authority, wanting to be the, the most knowledgeable person in the room. But the classroom should be a place where the best idea wins. And if they have a better idea than I have, then let's run with it. Let's go for it. And and I think that's something that more teachers should embrace is letting the best idea in the room win. Because the more we let the best idea in the room win, the more everybody wins. And that's just, I think we're all holding off. Let it be for this morning. So hope everybody has a great day. Catch up with you this afternoon. What's up, fam? Hope everybody is doing great on this Thursday. It's the 18th of November. Had a pretty good day. Uh, things are kicking off on the project. Um, there's an app for that. Um, I was saying, I don't know if it was this morning or yesterday. I think it was this morning. About how now, you know, 11 years into my career, I'm much more willing to um, take feedback from kids and really 
am open to what you know what the kids want to make a project it seems like especially this year i've had these ideas but the kids are always encouraged i shouldn't say encouraging me but they're always giving me ideas that i can use to make the projects better sorry my wife called to ask me about trail mix uh for this upcoming weekend so um what i was talking about was how i'm much better about taking the feedback from kids um and it's not even solicited feedback it's when they have a good idea letting them run with it and then giving credit to the people who um have those good ideas making sure that you acknowledge them and you acknowledge them in front of the rest of their classmates all of those things are good practices to get into the habit of um, and i and i think that's something that is almost a little bit freeing when it comes to planning a lesson or especially planning a project um, because we can fret about having to get all of our ducks in a row and have everything figured out and the project has to be this particular way with this particular thing and that particular thing but it really doesn't need to be that way it doesn't have to be you know a certain thing by a certain time in these certain parameters and again i teach social studies which allows me a lot more flexibility when it comes to the parameters of a project and how kids can show what they know but i think that's something that um, goes underrated uh is is letting kids show what they know in different ways and giving them an opportunity to be able to demonstrate their learning in in multiple different formats and with multiple different types of content uh, you know with this civic engagement project like i had the student who said you know she wanted to do a community building app and it reminded me like gosh you know that's the whole point of having an engaged citizenry is you build a great community um and so i talked about that today and you know a lot of kids didn't want to do you know five of the eight options they wanted to go deep on one and i'm like go get it um because obviously like the more engaged a kid is the more committed to the content they are the better the project's going to be and that's i mean that's a given 100 of the time that's going to happen um and it really um is it just makes things so much more meaningful it really does and it is more enjoyable to be around the kids it's more enjoyable to see them flourish and to see them work on things that are important to them um, which i feel like we're really kind of thriving in which i really uh, have enjoyed and you know just still working on not not taking things personally not making the worst assumption 
not trying to be Thinking the worst about the kids in situations where they do stuff that's rude or whatever it might be. I, you know, I just, I gotta understand my part in it too. I gotta understand that I gotta look deeper at my behavior and the way I do things and the way I, you know, signal things and what my, you know, my tone and my inferences and my body language are saying about what I'm actually saying. So, um, really grateful for how much I've learned this year, how much I've been able to grow and, and move towards and, and do over the course of the next, you know, whatever six months that are left, seven months that are left, six months that are left, December. December through May, it's, you know, six or seven months. You know, it, it feels like it's still a long time, but I know how quickly it'll go. Um, and especially with the things that I am wanting to put in place for myself and my career and my family, you know, trying to squeeze every last little bit out of this year and, and really do the job and do the work in a way that I'm proud of. And in a way that represents what Will and I are trying to build. Uh, I want to be a representation of all those things that are in the ABCs. And I want to be a person who is a reflection of what the best of what this profession has to offer. And it really shows the best of what we really can do when we are given the rights situations and we're given the right training and we have the right knowledge and we have all these things that that we can do and we're prioritizing the things that are important. Uh, and yeah, it's just, it's all good. So, I hope you're doing well. hope this message finds you well. Um, if there are questions you want me to answer, if there are things you want me to talk about, please let me know. Reach out on social, find me. But, uh, much love. I'm going to get out of here. Hey everybody, it is 5 p.m. I am about a little more than halfway on my drive back to my parents, to my hometown, to spend my weekend here. I'm just sitting in a tree, enjoying time with my family and with the guys that I grew up with, uh, which I'm looking forward to. I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, I had a good week. You know, it really, I think it's just that time of year where kids are going to test your patience. It's, you know, they, especially the ones right now, are feeling like, okay, we are, you know, it's basically Thanksgiving break. Next week is just going to be a throwaway. I don't need to worry about all this stuff that I got going and blah, blah, you know, all that stuff. But, uh, I'm... I'm happy with the progress, I'm happy with the way this project is going. I got some kids that are jumping at it. They are jumping at it. So, uh, I'm feeling great about it. Uh, the other thing, you know, there are just kids that are just, like I said, they're gonna, they're, they're gonna test your patience. They're going to try to make your life difficult. And you just, you just accept it. Uh, I'm starting to feel a little bit more empathy 
for a few of the certain kids and just really trying to remember that, um, you know, they're, they're giving me a hard time because of, you know, situations that they've gone through and situations that they're going through and, and things that have happened to them, you know, in the past. So it's, it's just that point where you, you try to understand a kid, you try to be as supportive as you can, um, but you do that with boundaries, and that's that's the part that I'm getting better at is understanding that full-throated support um, does not mean a lack of boundaries. It, it, it doesn't mean that we are allowing kids to run roughshod. It doesn't mean that we're not calling kids to the carpet on the behaviors that need to improve. Um, it does mean, though, when you have kids that want your attention, and it does mean, though, at times, though, that you have to be able to let some things go and not feed that flame um, and not feed that fire, which... Um, you know, will will make that situation worse. I think that's a big part of it is finding that balance between letting certain things go, ignoring certain things, you know, having the polite conversation about certain things, and then really being firm when you have to be. And, you know, this is something that I learned from my dad. Like, if you come with the thunder and you are fire and brimstone all the time and it, everything is just this knockdown drag out, you can't ever play that card. You can only play that card so many times. You can always, like, anger is an effective tool if it's not used all the time. And I think that's a lesson that I had, you know, inherently I knew, but I didn't understand until I stopped trying to play the role of what I thought a teacher should be. I didn't understand it until I stopped feeling like I had to be a certain way and I could be myself and I could be the best of myself and then if kids respect who you are, they respect that sometimes you'll get angry. And I think that's a part of understanding it that, you know, if your kids see that you're a real person and they understand that you're, you know, a real person with real feelings and all of that, they'll be really willing to, you know, accept that at times you get angry and, and give you the benefit of the doubt. Because even when we get angry, there's no promise that, that that anger is justified or that anger is righteous. Like, there's, there's nothing that guarantees that, that you are in the right to get angry. Because generally, anger is a triggered emotion. It's not a thoughtful emotion and 
you know, we got to accept that there are times when we get angry that we are angry for the wrong reasons. And that point is an opportunity for us to really show kids how to make amends when that happens and to show kids how to be more thoughtful and to show kids how to really be the best of themselves and to show them what what that looks like. And I think that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to set that example. I'm trying to be patient, especially with one of my one of my boys who um, is just a kid that really lacks any um, male figure in his life. There is the biggest full moon, harvest moon. It's orange. It is just gigantic. It's so beautiful. I wish I could take a picture of it, but it's just not going to work. I'm going to admire it a little bit more when I get done with this, but, um, you know, really, no matter what, he just always wants my attention. He fusses at me when I come and stand by him. If I don't stand by him, he does something that makes me have to come stand by him. It's just, you have to understand that situation. You have to understand and try to be empathetic to what is going on there. And I appreciate just how many examples in my life I've seen of that. Uh, you know, back to my dad. Like, my dad's a guy that never, hardly ever, ever gets angry. But when he gets angry, he gets, like, angry, angry. And he will let someone know that they've crossed the line, that they've stepped too far. And it's something I have always appreciated about him, and it's something that I continue to appreciate about him, um, because it's not that he's not willing to fight for the things that are important. It's not that he's not willing to, you know, care about the things that he values. It's just that he understands that that's not, that's not useful. It's not... It's not productive. It's it's not the best strategy for getting what you want, for improving, for having the opportunities to do the things that you want to do. It's just not the best way to go about. Like, sure, you can get a lot done as a teacher with intimidation and authority and power, but you can get more done by influencing your kids and being real and being open and honest with them. And, and showing them who you are. That's just that's just what I believe. I, I just I wholeheartedly believe that, and I think that's why I've been so successful over the course of this year and over the course of recent years. You know, when it it was really tough. You know, losing you know a third of you know a third of Two years ago to COVID, losing, you know, I mean, last year was basically a throwaway. Um, you try to do the best you can, but I think all of that gave me a better appreciation for um, what it takes. Um, it definitely changed my perspective on what I think is important. And it really, I mean, it really puts your priorities in a different space. And I, and I think that's really... Um, what matters is understanding my priorities, understanding where 
where they lie and and keeping keeping myself squared up and, and squared away on those priorities and you know investing time in the things that matter um, it just feels like we're getting to a point where more and more gets heaped on and I'm not saying generally in teachers but at my school it just feels like there's just add-on after add-on after add-on um, but I'm not beating myself up for the stuff that I can't continue. I'm you know, not beating myself up for the things that I maybe don't do as much as I should have. Like, I can't grade everything. I can't, you know, give perfect feedback to everyone. I can't do all of the things that I want to do. But I tried to spend as much time doing the things that give my kids the most benefit instead of, you know, getting lost in the minutiae of things that, that don't pay dividends. And, and I think that's a really good place to be um, when it comes to your teaching practice, to be in a spot where you know you are um, trying to give your time to the highest value. And that's where I'm going to wrap this week. So I'll probably do my... Um, my two Monday, Tuesday, and just add this to number eight, but, um, man, if you're listening, I appreciate it, I appreciate that you take the time to hear what I'm saying, and to, to put some stock, and put some time into, um, what matters to me, um, which is this profession, I'm really grateful to be a part of it, and I'm really grateful to be on this journey with you, so, as Will would say, peace, love, and respect. What's up, party people? Welcome back to the car sessions. I think this is the eighth of the car sessions recording right here on Monday, November 22nd. It's the afternoon. I'm on my way home. Um, pretty good day for the second to last day before break. Um, kids were pretty well behaved. Um, not exactly working as hard on a project as I would have liked for them to have been, but it's one of those situations where I'm not really in a spot to want to pick fights. So all in all, it's good. We'll see how many more um, of our kids, you know, are missing tomorrow. But it's good. Um, not a ton to really report. Not a ton that's really on my mind particularly right now um, it was a really relaxing weekend i spent um, some time with my parents i spent some time with one of my cousins i spent some time with my grandparents um, got a chance to see my high school buddies which i don't do nearly enough uh, and you know saw my nieces and nephews so it was I mean, it was just really good but i spent you know combined about 10 hours sitting out in the woods in the quiet and it was lovely um, gives you some good perspective um, on it and and really just the changing attitude about you know what's really important I think that's what's really evolving for me um, you know the things that used to get me all spun up and the things that used to cause me real like anxiety and tension and I used to get so frustrated whether it's 
sports teams or, you know, hunting or, you know, siblings or friends or kids or whatever. It's just, there's so little um, in this world that's worth really getting spun up for because it, it just, it takes so much energy to get spun up about everything. It takes so much energy to, um, you know, be excited or frustrated or getting involved in everything and, and I just don't have energy to spare I think that's really where I'm at I'm learning that you know not only time but my energy is a finite resource um, it really is that point of you know knowing I can only do so much and having to accept that at certain times you know you just have to click the turn in uh, in your grade book and say that, <coughs> ooh, excuse me, um, click the turn in button and just give kids credit for turning in. You can't grade everything. You can't give all the feedback that you want to give. And you can't do all the lessons you want to do. I shouldn't say You can in the amount of time and the amount of energy I'm willing to give to my teaching position, I can't do all of those things. I choose to devote as much of my time as I can to the relationships I have with my kids and to teaching them and to giving them opportunities to think and reason and explore and talk and do all those things. And because I'm giving so much energy to that, um, because I've given so much energy to that, I can't give as much energy to lesson plans and to grading and to the meetings and to the different, you know, curriculum outlines and all this other stuff that is supposed to go along with the job. And, yeah, I, I mean, at some point, somebody might call me to the carpet for it, but I would just say, like, I only have so much time and I only have so much energy. And... I don't accept anymore that it is a requirement and it's an expectation that teachers need to work 60 or 70 hours a week. I'm not going to begrudge any teacher who chooses to, but I'm not going to accept that I have to. Because I'm not sure how much of a difference that extra 20 hours a week is. I'm not sure how much of a difference it actually makes. And to be fair, those extra 20 hours going into the other parts of my life are really, really important. I'm not saying that I won't use those 20 hours on my teaching because I'm going to go home and play video games. But, you know, if I were to give up you know, another hour and a half a night, you know, that would mean that I'm only spending about five hours during the week with my wife. You know, that's unacceptable. You know, I only really am spending about, you know, during the week, maybe, you know, 15 to 18 hours. I get home at five, I'm with my wife, from 5 to 8. Now, that does not include the time that we sleep. 
but really time that we get to spend together is only about 15 hours a week, maybe 20. You know, we spend a ton of time together on the weekend, but I don't want to limit my time with my wife to just a weekend. I want to invest in that relationship, and time and energy aren't investing. It's a resource. And I know putting... But I also believe and I know that putting my time into those other places makes me a better teacher. And I'm good with where I'm at. I'm good with my time allocation. And I'm good with the consequences of consequences come. Like, if at some point someone, you know, says to me that I'm not doing this or I'm not doing that and I got to eat it, I'll eat it. Don't bother me to eat that. Because I know that I'm doing the best that I can in the situation I'm in. I know there are things I can do better and I'm trying to do better. But I, I can't dedicate every fiber of my being and make my current job my only priority. My calling, my passion to be an educator is more important than the job I have. That's why I prioritize doing things for LED when I have extra time. I don't prioritize doing things for my school. Because I think I have a bigger calling than just this particular job. And I have a bigger calling, you know, as a husband and a father, as a person to make a difference for people than just this particular teaching job that I have right now. Because I know at any point this teaching job could go away. Like my boss could decide tomorrow that she doesn't want me and they could fire me on the spot for no reason. I have zero protection. I have zero tenure. I have zero, you know, teachers union. I don't have any way, shape, or form to protect myself against that. So I am loyal to this profession, I am loyal to education, I am loyal to the people I teach with, I am not loyal to the school. I don't know how you could be. Because, like anything else, it's temporary. I mean, unless you're lucky enough to get into a job, into a teaching position where you've got the perfect fit in the perfect place exactly where you want to be with the perfect, um, you know, admin and stuff, or you don't take the job, I mean, you don't take the profession as seriously as you take the job. I'm good with that, too. I know there are some teachers who just teach as a job, and they're great at it. That's not me. So, I think that's where I'm going to leave it. The profession is more important than the job. Making a difference on a whole is more important than doing um, the little things in my job that don't pay as much dividends. And just as I'm seeing this, one of my students sent me a G-chat about how the Packers got beat by the Vikings yesterday. So, you know, that's super fun to deal with, but one of my good kids. But otherwise, like I said, profession job where I'm at. So, hope everybody's having a great week. Um, 
happy holidays if you're hearing this after the holidays because before hope you're well good morning everybody 23rd of november it is tuesday i'm on my way to school uh, for the last day of the week which i'm excited for um, looking forward to a true break um, you know and then we've only got you know, basically three another three and a half weeks um, of time after after Thanksgiving before Christmas shows up um, and you know, one day is a day off one day we're doing they're doing a field trip one day is an early release so it's going to be a really quick couple of weeks um you know before 2022 gets here um yeah great had a good night last night watched yellowstone watched the season finale of the morning show on apple plus about the biggest conundrum i have in my life right now is my wife and i really need to get rid of some streaming services but Every streaming service we have, there's at least one thing that we love. Um, and we just have to decide whether it's worth it to keep them all. Um, you know, with Paramount Plus coming out, um, we really want to watch the new Yellowstone spinoff, 1883. Um, and uh, the crazy part is the show on Paramount actual Yellowstone is not on Paramount Plus, it's on Peacock Plus, so if we wanted to watch Yellowstone, we want to get rid of our Hulu, because our Hulu is getting jacked up again for the third time, you know, like now it's going up to 75 bucks a month, um, when it was, you know, for the first time, 50, um, you know, eventually it'll be just as much for, um, you know, all the streaming services we get, as it would be to just have cable and internet, you know, bundled into one package. So, and that's kind of where we're at, trying to figure out what we want to do, which I'm sure is a problem that many of you are facing currently. So, um, yeah, the other big thing that's on my mind is, you know, we have called podcast the led project it's been the lighthouse educator development podcast it's been value adds value for forever but i think it's really time for a change because i've been reading um, ryan holiday's perennial seller been reading going back through donald miller's um story brand um and I, I feel like a lot of people miss out on what we have to offer because they don't know what we are. You know, it, it doesn't make sense. People aren't, aren't looking for value as value and they don't know that that's what that's about. So um, going to have a chat with Will here in a second um, and just try to get that moving. Because I think it's got it's to change. Um, I believe in our content too much for it not to get out to people. thought a little bit more too last night about that idea that I was talking about where the profession is more important than the job. Um, I think that's something I want to drill down into a little more in the coming weeks. 
but as we approach December, I know it seems cheesy to relaunch the podcast come January, but I think that's what I'm going to do. Um, relaunch, rebrand, get back to what we've been doing, um, interviewing teachers, giving them a platform, giving them a voice, um, but really asking them, you know, how do they breathe life into their teaching practice. That's where I want to be. So, all in all, things are really good. Um, you know, Friday I might put a little meat on my smoker. I don't know exactly what I'm going to do, but um, just feeling really good about where I'm at. Um, personally and professionally, feeling good about the work that we've done. You know, Will and I have done it together. Of so now, what's been holy cow going on nine years? It seems crazy to think. Uh, you know, the funny thing about that is his school would not have necessarily been my first choice uh, in terms of where I would have wanted to be when I transferred. That after my fourth year in Houston, I would have probably wanted to go up a level, but I was just so desperate to change, so desperate to leave that I took, you know, the first job, and, and granted, one of my good friends was a principal, so that helped, but, you know, there were opportunities, too, where I tried to leave that school, um, tried to move on, but I looked at it, and I'm, I'm so grateful for the opportunities that didn't come my way, um, you know, and I, you know, it's easy to look back now when you're married and you got a family and, you know, finances become so much more important that I, you know, made mistakes taking a couple years off when I could have been, you know, really making the salary, but to have gotten to where I'm at, um, you know, at 37, to really feel comfortable in my skin, to really believe in the work that we do, and to really have grown into what I believe is a very authentic version of who I am. Very true to my principles, very uh, confident and comfortable with my decision-making tree. That doesn't mean that every decision I make is perfect, but I feel very comfortable and confident where I'm at. And to know that, you know, good Lord willing, I got, you know, another 25 to 30 years that I can work to grow and make a difference in this profession. I feel like I'm very lucky to be where I'm at, at the age that I'm at. You know, if you don't worry about being a top 40, under 40, or whatever it might be. All those lists are arbitrary. But, you know, to step in and then try to do the things that I'm called to try to be the person that I think I was made to be and to honor all the people who have sacrificed to get me here. I'm really looking forward to what's next really have let go of this idea that there's going to be some quantum leap that I'm going to have that viral moment 
is what you really learn when you understand about viral moments is their meaning. You know, there's not a lot of people that really take a viral moment and spin it into something long-term and something lasting. And what we always said we were going to grow our team, and that's what we're going to try to do. We're going to keep doing Even if we're just at this point where we have a backlog of so much content that when people do find us, they can that we've been saying the same things forever and ever. We're not a flash in the pan. We've been trying to put this work in. And that um, hopefully they understand that we're doing And I'm humble. And humble and all those words that are fitting in the ABC. So I'm going to jump off here. Give Will a shout. He's off school this week. But... What's up, everybody? It is Tuesday, the 23rd of November, and I am about uh, 10-ish minutes from home for the start of the Thanksgiving break. I am kind of flabbergasted as to how we've gotten to this point that it's already Thanksgiving. Really, really surprised by it. Um, I shouldn't be, but this year has just been so crazy fast. Um, but all in all, today was a pretty good day. I mean, the the kind of day you would have expected it to be. Um, surprisingly, we had almost all of our kids at school. We really thought it was going to be a lot less kids than we normally have, um, but it was pretty good. All things considered, it was mellow. Um, yeah, not a, not a ton to really um, report today. It's a pretty good day. Um, the focus this, you know, off week is trying to get as much time with Will as I can. Um, carving out time for our book and for our podcast to get that re restarted and back in the uh, direction that we wanted to be going in. Um, trying to kind of rebrand everything we're doing um, and just get ourselves in a position to share what we have. I think that's really what it's about is you know rebranding and trying to get famous but we just we just want to share what we got, share what we've worked on, share what we believe um, and that's really going to be the focus. You know, for the last you know, six weeks of 2021, um, to really be ready to take 2022 on. I mean, I, it's totally an arbitrary mark. Oh, excuse me. You know, to start the year and it doesn't necessarily make it right, but really resetting for 2022 um, and getting back to the that we've done successfully, but really just putting ourselves in a position to share what we have. Um, it really isn't up to us whether people listen, um, but it is up to us whether people have the option or the opportunity to listen. Um, and that's something we just haven't done a great job with. Um, whether it's our social media or whether it's branding or whatever it's been. Um, 
Um, haven't really done much. Um, nothing wrong with that. Um, it just is what it is. But I think we've both gotten ourselves to a point where we're going to make this the focus for the next few months and really provide ourselves the opportunities for, you know, the 2022-23 school year and beyond that we really feel like we want to step into. It's just that point where we have to just take the step and put it out there and, and really let people know what we've got and what we've done and what we're doing. So, all good. Otherwise, rest day tomorrow, Thursday with my in-laws, Friday I will have a work day, my wife's going to be shopping, and then Saturday's Christmas tree day, so I'm going to try to really rest up, get my system right, get some workouts in, do some stuff, and just take care of the things that I need to take care of. But all in all, it really just is a position where we really got to take the next step and really let people know we're here. That's what I hope to do. So, um, whenever and however you listen to this, I hope it, this message finds you well and that you know I appreciate you listening to me so um, so wrap up carp uh, number 8 uh, and I hope that you know my musings and my reflection and this, these things that I've been doing are helping you if anything I hope it helps you know that everything um, that happens you is happening to somebody else. You know, it's this idea that will, and I worked on of, you know, everybody's teaching experience is unique, but it's also universal. We all go through the same variety of a few different things, and we all have similar experiences, even though they're not the same. But much love to y'all. Hope everybody's well, and take care. But that's that mentoring experience. And that's what podcasts, and that's what we hope our podcasts become for people, is an opportunity to to almost like a masterclass situation. Because uh, there are teachers out there who, who are rock starring, uh, who understand what it takes to do what we do. But nobody knows who they are. Nobody's heard their voice. No one's... No one's, you know, there's not a camera in every teacher's room capturing all these moments and, and putting them in a file. And you may have never experienced it, and then you may listen to it on a podcast, and then all of a sudden you experience it, and it's like, oh, I remember them saying, okay, this is how you, okay, got it. And even though it may be like, no, nah, I can't do that, but it gives me an idea. It sparks an idea in my mind of what I can do.